Welcome to Out of Nowhere, where we talk with marketers, makers, and value creators about where they've been and where they're going next. Let's dive in. Everyone, this is Justin Watkins of Native Digital. Today we're talking sports, we're talking marketplaces with Alex Stone from CoachUp. They help athletes get to another level by connecting them with private coaches. The impact that team sports, competitive sports had on me, not only growing up, um, but taking that into the military and then post-military, taking that into the you know sports and fitness industry, if you will. Um, I've always been around it. And I think the importance of having coaches along the way and how they influence you outside of, you know, just being in a team environment, whether it's your parent or a friend or a relative, getting that one-on-one, um, whether it's training or mentorship, guidance, whatever it might be, the impact that they can really shape your life, especially at an early age, is just so important. So when you think about Coach Up and how we're connecting athletes and, and parents who have athletes to private coaches in the area, you can only get so much done you know, at a team practice when it really taught, think about like individual skill development um, and just seeing it through, you know, I didn't have a private coach when I was growing up, but seeing people who start to work with private coaches or get some more like really work on their craft, the impact that it can have and how quickly you can develop compared to just playing in a team environment uh, is instrumental. So, you know, at its core, when I look at working on things or doing things like at its core, helping kids reach their highest potential and not only just from an athletic standpoint, but getting that mentorship and guidance, you know, is super important, you know, I think across the board in our country. Right. Um, and that's why it's kind of interesting to me to kind of keep working on it. Why I was appealing from, from the beginning and knowing the impact you can have, you know, not just locally, but nationally uh, across the country as well. Can you describe the platform just a little bit for, especially for like a parent who's got kids in competitive sports, like how, how do they interact with the platform and what's the benefit that they see out of it? Yeah. So we're, you know, kind of your standard marketplace, if you will, and platform. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're a parent and you're looking for say a basketball coach in Kansas city, um, we provide you a simple, safe environment to come on and search that area and find vetted coaches uh, in that area and seamlessly book um, private sessions, whether it's one session, three session, 10 session packages through there. And we provide a really a streamlined customer service experience through our, through our internal team to make sure that you have the best possible coaching experience for your, for your son, daughter, or for yourself. Um, and then really on the coach side, you know, there's a lot of great athletes and, and people who coach who are looking to have that impact. They don't really know, you know, how to start a company or how to start a business or <clears throat> how to bridge that gap to the kids on their team and their parents on their team and how to, kind of move them into more private training and do more one-on-one skill development. So really what we do is provide those, those tools and resources for coaches to really become their own business. uh, If you will, by leveraging our platform, making scheduling easy, we run background checks, um, payment processing, tax, you know, information. We have blanket insurance for coaches. So they're out there. We kind of take, our goal is to really, if you're a coach, we want you to focus on doing what you do best. And that's coach athletes, not worry about how you're going to process payments, how you're going to organize schedules, how are you going to worry about insurance if a kid gets hurt, you know, during a session, whatever it might be. Like we really want to be your partner to kind of alleviate that. So you just focus on what you do best and that's coaching. Yeah. You're taking all the friction out of it and, and sort of like hunting and searching and and looking, I, I know just from a use case standpoint, um, I've got two kids in competitive sports. My wife does kind of all the talking around town, like, hey, who, what team should we be on? What coaches are good? What facilities yeah. do we go to? And if she doesn't talk to the right people, we don't find the right players, coaches, facilities. It, it's it's just this weird uh, 
old fashioned word of mouth thing. And if you talk to the wrong people, you might end up on a wrong team. And then you go to a tournament and get your butt kicked and think like, how do I get on this? Well, they play right next to our house. We didn't know that, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I find it, you know, even being in the industry, my son, my oldest is four and he's starting to get into, you know, learn to skate and we're, you know, T-ball and things like that. And it's so hard to figure out how to register him for the right thing. Um, who to pay, you know, for, for the season or whatever it might be. And I know there's a lot of platforms out there working to solve that. Um, but it's surprising how difficult it is. If you really don't go seek it out and pay attention, it's still really hard to get this kind of consolidated, you know, single view to make sure that you're managing everything appropriately. I mean, in just our first year of skating, I've went to the wrong rink, I think three times. It's just, it's just hard to keep those schedules, um, right and moving. And one of the hardest things too, is for a lot of those leagues is to find coaches, good coaches and people who, you know, want to volunteer their time and, and really focus. But the, you know, the impact when you do bring those kids on a weekend to a, you know, especially a young toddler type or young kids classes, it's so much better, especially whether it's COVID or the winter up here in the Northeast, they're out there, they're moving, they're working on their hand-eye coordination, they're getting that energy out. They're learning from someone outside of dad and mom, so they don't have mm -hmm. to you know, keep having us like we're, you know, we're wearing on them. So it's really the, you know, them building those relationships with coaches has been, has been huge. You know, I grew up in a, a small town where the idea of having like a one-on-one -on -one coach was uh, looked at as like, well, that must be nice. Like we, uh, that's, that's kind of up here and we're not, you're not that special uh, to need that. But I will say, you know, where we live, that's a pretty common thing to have an individual coach and you see the progression uh, of the kids. They just, it's like, what happened to this kid from that season to that season? They just took off yeah. while they've been working with an individual coach. And so part of my, part of me is like saying, well, that must be nice. In other ways, like that kid has so much confidence on the court or whatever field that they're on. And they just feel good about it. They're having more fun. I think you can do it wrong, right? You can make it a grind to where it's not fun. But if you do it right, they're just out there having a lot more fun because they're more successful and things that they – and they're, they're realizing the potential that they could, that was always right there, right? Like they just needed someone to show them a couple little things, work on this footwork, work on that type of thing. And all of a sudden they're having fun because they're seeing the fruits of that, you know, yeah. investment in time and effort, right? Yeah, it's a huge difference. I mean, we have a lot of, you know, athletes who come, you know, we're heading into baseball season who might come, you know, they're coming out of their winter seasons and they might want three or four sessions as more or less a tune-up before they head to tryouts, whether it's for their high school or middle school or you know, teenage team, whatever it might be. Um, and just, just that, I mean, it takes, you know, I transitioned, I played three sports in high school when I would transition from football into hockey. I mean, it takes a week or two just to get your legs underneath you. Um, and if you're trying out for a team or whatever it might be, you might not have that time, you know, to be at your best. So working with a coach to really, you know, fine tune those skills and, and, um, you know, work on your game from an individual skill development standpoint, you'll, you'll notice the difference as you just mentioned, it's, it's, um, it can be pretty impactful. And, th and that's the difference between, you know, people who reach a high level from a playing perspective, every one of them is, is obsessed with their, their craft, whatever it might be, whether they're playing in the yard or whether they're, you know, playing on their own with a group of friends or whether they're really training with a coach. I mean, that's the difference is they're out there playing, you know, competitively at a high level and doing everything they can. You can only get so much from watching YouTube videos and, you know, watching the, you know, training videos, whatever it might be, but to really have someone there, pushing you in the right direction and making sure that you're focused on the right things can be instrumental in kind of your growth from an athletic standpoint. 
Yeah. And then on the coach side, I, I'm sure you're seeing uh, all different types. Some who are going to take it really seriously. This is going to be like a really main thing for them. I, ha I have a good friend of mine who stepped away from high school coaching and wanted to spend a little bit more time with his kids. And he and I were talking, he's like, yeah, I, he's like, I really like one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm, I'm good to get away from the pressure of the team sport for a little bit. I just want to spend more time with my girls, but I might do something like coach up or something just to take, just so I have access to some individual coaching and I don't have to put as much time into it or whatever. I was like, Oh, that's cool. I've heard of coach up. Yeah. And, uh, and, but he saw it as a way he's like, this is the easiest way for me to do something I care about. Um, without being a huge time suck. I don't have to go out and recruit necessarily. I don't have to worry about the transactions that you talk about. Like yeah. it's just going to smooth everything to where he can just do the thing he's good at, help some kids out and move on. So for him, it was a huge value prop. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal, right? I mean, there's a lot of people really customer acquisition is one of the hardest parts for someone new getting into coaching, but you know, most of our coaches, there's, there is a percentage who do, you know, coaching full time, if you will. Um, across different platforms. And then there's, you know, majority of our coaches are either, you know, guys like you just mentioned, or men or women who have just graduated high, uh, college, and they're looking, you know, they're in their first job, but they're still looking to stay active in the communities and do some coaching on the side, whatever it might be, um, whether it's to boost their income. And the beauty of it is you set your own schedule, you set your own prices, you know, it's really up to you how you want to run your business. But when you're on our platform, on average, in a given year, you know, most of our coaches will get at least five to 10 clients, you know, messaging them, reaching out, looking for training. And then it's a matter of, you know, it's on them to kind of work through that process and book whatever makes sense for them. Um, but that's a huge value prop that we add is we take a lot of the headaches and the friction out of it and allow you to get started pretty quickly um, and have a good experience across the board. So who were your earliest adopters or maybe easiest uh because in a marketplace, you got it's like chicken and egg. It's like, do we get the yeah. coaches first? Do we get the parents first? Where does it come? Was it yeah. different by region? Like, how's that gone for you guys so far? Yeah, I mean, so I came a little bit later in the business. Um, but when, the, you know, I know, you know, knowing the founder, Jordan, really well in early stages of 2012, you know, his story was he played basketball and, you know, was working as a coach himself post-college and he played professionally over in Israel. Um and I think it really just started kind of very one-off, right? Very, very organically. And then realized that there's a need for more of that across, across the country. So being in Boston and New England, it started very much heavily, you know, in this area and then the major cities, and then just slowly started to expand, you know, across the country. Um, right now we're obviously very concentrated. I would call it more in like warm weather, you know, coast states. So California, Texas, Arizona, Florida, up in the Northeast where we have a really strong presence, but also just, you know, um, depending on, depending upon the density of population, right. There's just more people and more coaches in certain cities than, um, middle, you know, the Midwest, if you will. So, and we see pretty consistent, you know, ebbs and flows based on the seasons and things like that. And also depending on, um, sport seasons and when those coincide with when they start and, and, and finish from a, um, team sport perspective. So, you know, we're, we're, it's nice that we can have a national presence from our offices here in Boston and make sure that we can continually have a premium, premium experience across the board. Um, knowing all the work that goes into these coaches coming on our platform, being vetted by our team to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing to really provide a pinnacle experience experience for those athletes. Do you see that, you know, if you look at user base in Florida or Texas or California, do you see that they're pretty much identical in terms of the sports and the coaches using it? Or are you seeing like, no, 
Florida uses it like this. California is like this. What, what are you seeing? I mean, from a sports perspective, I mean, you have to think also from a facility, um, things like basketball, soccer, baseball, softball, and football. One, they're team sports. There's the highest number of participants, right, across the country from an athlete standpoint. Uh, two, you really don't need much beyond, you know, a patch of grass for football or soccer, a small court, you know, that's a public has public access and a few basketballs for basketball. So that's really what we like to see is that it doesn't, there doesn't need to be this big production to get your work in. Right. Or if it's lacrosse and you just need a wall for, for wall ball and a little bit of space, everyone thinks you got to go to this, you know, this pinnacle gym, this premier facility to go get these, you know, high intensity workouts or whatever it might be. The reality is if you have a coach and a ball in a small space, you can get a work in and you can work on some type of skill development within that space. So we see those to be, um, clearly the most prominent uh running is also another one just given the fact that you can have a great run coach that doesn't necessarily have to be in person with you they can provide programming based on you know running's pretty um distinct right your time is your time based on the event that you're trying to That's accomplish. Cool. um we see some really great you know collegiate professional coaches, if you will, across the country who can then, you know, manage runners who are working on a triathlon or whatever it might be. And then we see, you know, we see adults as well who are, you know, playing tennis, looking for a tennis coach in their area. Or again, you just need to book a court and you can get that work in. Um, it's a lot easier than things like, um, you know, I don't know, like volleyball gets a little challenging, right? How, how do you do that without a small group or, um, you know, uh, lacrosse is even one that we should be a much bigger in lacrosse and we're just, we're just not there where we should be. Uh, but some of those other fringe sports where you just need more people, um, becomes a little bit more challenging. So speaking of challenges, what, what do you feel like is maybe been one of the toughest, gnarliest challenges that you guys have are happy to have gotten past? Like that was a tough one. Glad to kind of get over that hump. Yeah. I mean, the easy answer is COVID obviously um, <laughs> right. yeah. you know, just chasing moving targets and a lot of uncertainty. Um, you know, I took over the CEO right, right at the beginning of COVID. So it was really interesting just to see how do we navigate this? Um, not only for us from an internal team perspective and our families, but just across the country and make sure that we um, keep everybody safe, but also keep everybody training. And unfortunately it came back pretty quickly and, and being outside playing sports was probably one of the better things that you could be, you had the ability to do, uh, during that time, you know, now I think, um, the ever evolving, I think one of the challenges that I see is just the, <clears throat> how much more, um, how much more, excuse me, <clears throat> how much more, uh, time and effort team sports takes. So for example, now you see a lot more single sport athletes who are playing basketball year round, they're playing, they have to play on every travel AAU competitive team. I mean, again, using my, <coughs> excuse me, son as an example, I mean, he's four years old in a learn to skate program and the next phase up for him, it's like three practices a week and then a game on Sundays. And like, he's four years old, you know? And um, so from, from a time and commitment standpoint, you look at the intensity, how that's picked up for single sport athletes. And then just in general, you know, if you play high school football, as soon as your football season starts, you practice every day, have games on Fridays and weekends, you have film sessions, workouts, whatever it might be. You don't really have time to work on your craft because you're so on top mm -hmm. of school and things of that nature. So I think that's a challenge for us, to be honest with you, um, it, because there's just less general time. And then when you do get that time, most of the time, you just want to just not be thinking about playing whatever your sport is and you want to take a rest. Right. So, you know, I think it's a little different when I grew up, it was much more season based, right. Where it was, 
you know, you played your, you played three sports and whatever you were into at that season, you just kept rolling into the, the next thing. I think there's just a lot more demand um, in politics that go into that. You have to play on the certain teams to get you know, to be in the mix, whether it comes from recruiting or whatever it might be. Um, so, you know, I see that as it, I think it's a good thing for sports in some aspect, but at the same time, you know, it can be confusing for parents of what's the best thing for their child. Should they play on this this summer basketball team, or should they take that time to work on their individual skill development while they're still allowing them to be, you know, just a kid, right? Um, how much better will your individual athlete, and most of them have the same end goal, right? Get a scholarship to go to college. That's most of their end goals to go play collegiately somewhere. So how do they, what is the best path to do that? Um, there's a lot of parent education that needs to happen where just playing on that team, it might be good from an optics perspective, but how much better would your son or daughter maybe get if you spent the summer working with a private coach? It's a tough one. I, I, I would love for there to be like a study or something, or maybe even just an athlete that comes out and says, Hey, this is what I did and worked for me. But that's a tough one. I mean, I, it, uh, our kids are mostly basketball kids and they love being on a team. They love the team aspect. And I love that for them, right? Like that's one of the best parts of sports is just belonging on a team and having good teammates. I think that's great. But I'll see kids out there with terrible shooting form years, like just years of terrible shooting form because the coach isn't going to stop and be like, Hey, you need to tuck your elbow in and get the hand just like this. So for years, they're just lobbing up junk shots. And yeah, to your point, would they be better off if they took three months to work with a shooting coach? They actually hit a bucket. Um, Yeah, probably. And that catches Um, up, right? You can play on all the teams. You can be part of that. You can pay the money to be, you know, on, on the top premier club and you'll get the looks from, you know, whoever you're trying to get looks, whether it's scouts or whether it's, you know, recruiters or whatever it might be. But really, you know, it is a tough call. Like you said, like it comes down to the individual player when you, you know, beyond that team and how are you going to get better to have more impact? And maybe that's, yeah, instead of going five for 10 from the field, you go eight for 10 from the field because you worked on your game more so than, you know, just playing more, if you will. Yeah. Well, as you guys look forward, what's, what's the next thing that you're working on or maybe something you're exciting to, to kind of get to? Yeah, I think we're, you know, we've really put a focus on, um, going deeper on both sides, both with the coaches, both with and with the athletes. We call them, you know, clients. But when I say athletes, mom and dad, or the individual athlete. So <clears throat> catering more to those needs, right? So from a coach perspective, if you come on our platform, how can we help give you more? Think more about like your business, right? And think about coaching as a business. So um, financial metrics. Um, almost like sales, not so much sales training, but more from business training, if you will, because they have coaching down. They understand how to coach those individual sessions and, and a, you know, team sessions as well. How can we help them run their business more efficiently so they can maybe have, instead of working with three or four athletes, could they scale that to 10, 15, 20 athletes and still manage their time? So we know we need to do better there from a tools and resources perspective on our platform and go deeper to get them to the next level. Um, And even individual facilities, if they want to offer private one-on-one training at their facilities, it's really a hard thing to do for most facilities from a scheduling standpoint, uh, because you have to schedule the coach and the time and the facility, et cetera. Can we do more of a B2B offering with those facilities? So if you're already working with these athletes, you know, for a week at a time at a speed camp, can you now pick off a few of those who are interested in working further developing their skills and work with a coach individually one-on-one and can we help facilitate that? You know, and on the athlete side, you know, we think about is how can we 
have coach up be the platform is really the one-stop shop for athletes. Right. So that's everything that you're looking for, not only from training, nutritional advice, uh, sleep training, if you need that mental skills training, um, you know, if there's parents who need to buy t-shirts and apparel and things like that, how can we build this all encompassing, you know, um, dashboard or home home base for your, all your entire athletic journey. Right. Um, we have a long way to get there, but that's something as we start thinking bigger, how do we really just provide more of a opportunities than just finding your coach and, and booking those sessions and doing that seamlessly? How can we make sure that we can capture more on our platform, not just from a business perspective, but knowing that private coaching is just one, one part, one piece to your athletic journey. And how can we just make sure that you can see everything holistically in one spot, as opposed to going to five or six, seven, eight, nine different platforms, depending on what your needs are. So we have the athletes, we're working with them, we're working with their parents. Like why not um, make sure to answer the rest of their needs with mom and dad? How do I fuel my 12 year old basketball player before a game? And can we get some nutritional advice or supplement advice or whatever that might be? Can we be that one-stop shop for you? That's cool. I really like the B2B aspect of that. For some sports facilities, it's just such a real pain, you know, for both the coach and the parent. So having some way to manage those and, and see access, I mean, it, digital <laughs> has been needed there for a long, long, long time. Yeah. So I, I, I like that a lot. I'm, I'm guessing that in, in the seat that you're in, you actually get access to some probably pretty interesting feedback or stories or people talking about, like, Oh, wow, this really changed how I coached or, you know, Hey, I'm coaching now and it, I couldn't have done it without you or parents seeing progress. Like, what are, I'm sure you've got a good story to share there. Anything that comes to mind? I'm trying to think the, the hard part of being remote, you know, we do over a hundred thousand training sessions across the country is one, that's one of my hardest, biggest challenges as a leader, right? Is we're so far removed from the day-to-day -day of those sessions. But when you see the success stories, I mean, we have, um, and I'm going to draw a blank on the exact name and sport, but we had, I think it's two or three Olympians, right? Who trained with a coach up coach five, six, seven, eight years ago. And that was instrumental in kind of their path and working on their craft. I mean, we have, if you look at that, we've had coaches come to our office unannounced and, you know, people who weren't as busy business savvy, who were good basketball players or good, you know, good at their respective sports. And they came in and say, Hey, listen, like this was a huge opportunity for me to build my business. And this is how I got started. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without you guys. And we forget, I mean, we're in the day to day and we're just going as fast as we can and trying to help as many people as we, as we can. Um, sometimes you let those individual success stories kind of just fly by. Uh, and it's nice sometimes to kind of stop and reflect on those. So even seeing, you know, the, some of the parents that say, Hey, my son or daughter was, you know, is a sixth grader and was really trying to go, you know, for the middle school XYZ team and, um, you know, really made their day and boosted their self-confidence, boosted their, you know, them around their peer group. And they're just generally happier, happier and, um, you know, better people for, for the experience that they've had, you know, that that's also for me, um, having young kids know the importance of that self-esteem and the mentorship that they get through those coaching is, is so valuable and so important that, that, you know, that's rewarding for my side more so than, you know, if you get recruited to a certain college.